Hey everyone, I need your attention for one minute. This is not one of those ads. This is something that has changed my entire life. If you've been listening to this podcast, you know that this is all about personal development as the foundation for everything good in your life. And this podcast is now sponsored by Growth Day, which is the world's first all-in-one personal development app. I mean, oh my gosh, can you imagine having everything all in one place that you need to create the life that you want? Now you can. So if you've been struggling with your motivation, your mood, your productivity, or your purpose, you have to check this out. Growth Day helps you consciously change your life and achieve your potential. It has all the self-improvement tools, motivational classes, and life coaching all in one place. So many of us want to improve our lives, but the question is how? Where do we start? What do we use? How do you get unstuck? How do you make self-improvement stick? Well, research shows how. It's when you consistently journal, track your habits, set goals, learn from empowering mentors, and challenge yourself that you'll be happier, healthier, and more successful. But let me ask you something. Where do you actually do all of your personal development work? I have to tell you that over 300,000 people use Growth Day for a reason. It works. It's the world's number one software for self-improvement. Growth Day has an amazing mindset journal that I absolutely love, a habit tracker, and a goal-setting system. In fact, I bet if you went to my stories this week, you probably saw me using the journaling app and telling you to do it too because it's the first time that journaling has ever actually stuck consistently in my life because of this app. And best of all, Growth Day has live inspirational classes every single week from the world's top motivational speakers and life coaches. These are people who have impacted my life in huge ways. These are mentors who I already knew and loved. In fact, this is something that's so huge for me, you guys. I personally teach a class in Growth Day every single month, and it is one of the most fun things that I get to do, and I'd love to see you there. These classes will truly shift your life. There's always something new that you will learn. So join me in 300,000 achievers growing our lives with actual real intention. Visit growthday.com slash Lori for a free trial. Yes, you can try this for free. So go to growthday.com slash Lori and go live your best life. You guys, that's growthday.com forward slash Lori. And I can't wait to see you there. You need those pauses and moments of stillness to come back to yourself rather than pumping heavy weight or running constantly nonstop and doing it again every single day. Hey everyone, welcome back to the podcast. And today we are recording another episode of Behind the Scenes of Building a Business. I'm sitting here with my most amazing co-host, Lauren Kuhlman, who is also my chief of staff. You guys, we've got some big things to talk about today. Not only do we have these brand new big microphones that we're so excited to be talking into, and hopefully our voices both sound buttery smooth. What do you think, Lauren? Do you feel more buttery, like a radio show midnight DJ? Oh, yes, absolutely. Oh, that was your best. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I'm going to talk different. (laughs) (laughs) All right, you guys. So we are going to be talking about 
the ebbs and flows of life and how during the ebbs, so many of us, especially if you are a type A go-getter, if you're kind of in that person who's known to be in hustle mode, how the ebbs can feel really torturous. (laughs) The ebbs can feel like death's belly. We were laughing before this, just calling, like saying, damn it, Eb, like when you're <laughs> when you're in an Eb, but it reminded us of the store, the Deb. <laughs> so a lot of you listening may not know what the Deb store was, but Lauren, you remember what the Deb was. Like when I first discovered the Deb, I literally was freaking out because I could get like six tops for like $42. <laughs> it was insane. So what did you buy at the Deb? I just need to know before we talk about the important stuff. So my sister got a lot more than I did at the Deb, but (laughs) I went to the accessory section all the time, found the nail polish. I think that was my favorite thing Mm -hmm. (laughs) of like going there and finding the most exotic, crazy colors of nail polish and whatever crazy accessories I could find to like decorate my room with and then myself with. Oh my God. I just remembered that they had this like accessory section as well. I loved it because you could get a purse for $8 or like $12. (laughs) Yes. Like, so you guys, if you don't know what the Deb is, it was like the cheap shit store for like clothes that you could get. But at the time I thought it was the best clothes on earth. And I could walk out with bags and bags for under a hundred bucks, like, and it would be all of my going out clothes. So I just so happened to discover Deb when I was in like this going out phase. I had fake IDs. It was so great. And I would go every single Friday and get my hoe shirts. Like I'd go get my hoe clothes. And so <laughs> I'd call them like I was going for my hoe outfit. So that's what the Deb was for me. I was like, where's my sparkle butterfly top? Which is so crazy because now all that shit that I wore is back in. Like literally it's all back in. Yep. So, and there's no Deb to go to, to get it. There no is a Charlotte Russe though. I was literally just somewhere and I saw a Charlotte Russe. It might've been Fashion Square. And I was like, this Charlotte- is still here? Oh my gosh. I feel like you and I should just go in there one day with 50 bucks, <laughs> see how far it gets us. And then whatever we find in there, wait, I'm going to pick out your outfit. You pick out my outfit. Yes. We have to be semi nice to each other because then we have to go somewhere and eat afterward. And I'm thinking either a Joe's Crab Shack or a TGI Fridays. I what do you Fridays, think? Because you used to work there. <laughs> <laughs> and I actually somehow got the server's shirt with my family that he was wearing. It was like that striped referee looking shirt. You bought one? No, I just got it for his own shirt. <laughs> the Wait, waiter I'm gave confused. me his shirt. How, the waiter gave you his shirt? Yeah. Did you have to pay for it? Nope. I was just like with my family, mm, high school, maybe something like that. Maybe not even. And asked if he could give me his shirt. <laughs> that is so creepy. That's mildly, that's like reverse. Like he should be trying to buy your socks or something. All right. You know, I don't think we were, we might've been in a solid ebb during that time <laughs> while we were shopping at the Deb and you were collecting TGI Friday's armpit sweatshirts. Yeah. But what did you do with it? I'm so curious now. I washed it. And then I think I just kept it in my closet. <laughs> I don't that think I wore it ever. The weirdest thing I've ever heard. One of them. I know. I don't know yeah. why I wanted it so bad, but I got it. And then I don't have it anymore. If I did, I would wear it when we go to our... Okay. So wait, this is helping. <laughs> so you asked for the shirt, like you wanted one of those shirts and he said, you can have mine. Um, I didn't ask. I asked for his specifically. 
but I think, <laughs> I think it was more so because it was a challenge. So I was like, I'm going to ask for his shirt. And I was like, he's not going to give it to me. <laughs> I literally can't believe it. This is crazy. I'm going to challenge my kids with weird shit like that. <laughs> okay. You're going to need to get our server shirt for 500 like, bucks. I know I should have, I should have gotten paid to do that. But yeah. I just thought of it and was like, I'm just going to ask for a shirt. All right. I can't wait Got to it. hear more weird stories as I get to know you better <laughs> through the years. Um, okay. So ebbs and flows of life. You know, Lauren and I were chatting before this and I was asking her just different points in her life where maybe there has been um, an ebb, meaning there's been that time where you're you're not feeling motivated. Maybe no ideas are coming in. Maybe you're just not feeling like yourself. Maybe it's a, a time when a big chapter has closed or maybe you're in a season of winter. And, um, you know, I, I feel like a lot of people who are in an ebb, whenever we're in it, we're always trying to get out of it. Like it's a bad thing. Like this must not be right. I must be in a wrong spot. So Lauren, can you either remember a time where there's been an ebb or something that you've done um, to kind of like move through one? I'm thinking of two. One, it's hard because anytime, like you said, that you're not feeling motivated or you're feeling in this you should be doing more thing. This isn't okay. I need to get out of this super fast. Um, I try to pull myself out of it really fast, but I'm getting to the point where I'm trying to acknowledge it and just sit in it a little bit longer. But one like recent that came up was actually when I was sick. <laughs> so I feel yeah. like y'all get in an ebb when you're sick and you think you need to be doing more and all of that. So that's a good example of like, everything's still gonna get done. Um, and you just feel so grateful when you're out of that ebb too, to be like, okay, actually... I feel normal again. I, I know nothing's wrong with me. There's going to be a couple of days where I'm not going to get as much done and accomplished and feel as accomplished, but you know, that's temporary. Cause I even thought like, am I ever going to be back to normal? Like mm -hmm. something is just off and I don't feel like me and I don't know if it's ever going to come back. And I don't know why I think those thoughts, but you get back into your groove and you have to have that time to like check back in with you and be like, is everything still aligned? Do I feel where I'm supposed to be. And hopefully it's a yes, but if not, you can redirect as well. So my second one was years ago, 10 or so years ago, I was in a, like a not as busy phase mm. of my life, even with work. And it allowed me to like really check in with myself and explore. And I found so much self-development. I got into working out, eating clean, like so much stuff in this ebb that I got to explore like who I was, what I loved. And then I kept following those things that felt good. So it opened me up to like the next job. And I was like, oh, that actually worked. So I'm going to like embrace the ebb again. And every time it comes up to me, embrace it as much as possible. I have to tell myself to sit in it because something's going to keep opening up where you check back in and you say, are you aligned or are you not? And like follow those things that feel good because it kept leading me to better and better and better things and a healthier and healthier and healthier person that felt a lot mm -hmm. better too. And just new things kept just coming into my life. So the ebb actually was more accomplishing than grinding in something that was getting me kind of nowhere. Yeah, I love that you pointed that out because it's so easy to jump back into something that you know 
um, I've done that multiple times uh, back in the day with, with fitness and competing. Like I kind of knew it was coming to a close and whenever an ebb would come, which it would come maybe after like a big event. Right. And I'm like, Oh, just, I don't know what to go for. I don't know who I am. I don't know. Cause you don't, you kind of are like defining when I was younger, I was defining myself by these things that I was doing. So you feel like when you don't have something coming up or something big, it's like, I don't know who I am if I don't have this thing that I'm preparing for. And you can get really lost in an ebb, except the ebb is the place where you're found. Truly, it's where you find yourself. Every single time one comes now, I'm like, okay, this is really uncomfortable because I don't feel valuable because I'm not hustling or applying myself to something like super hard or seeing a result, right? We're not seeing a lot of results in an ebb. We're not feeling good. We're not motivated. We feel like, you know, really monotonous. And that's a big sign too of, of an ebb is like, okay, ebbs come when you're doing a lot of the same, I don't know if that's the case for you, but that's typically for me. Like when I do a lot of the same routine, the same energy, the same people, the same places, it's kind of like we forget that a river likes to flow and we forget that energy loves a change up. The more that you change, essentially, the more energy moves around and it gets switched up and it grows and all of that fun stuff. So instead of wishing an ebb away, it's saying it's really being like, okay, this is a great opportunity for me, just like you said, Lauren, to ask myself like, okay, wasn't exciting me anymore? What doesn't feel aligned? Or what within my life, like for me right now, I love light pink, but me working on light pink at home all day long does not make me love it. Me going to a workspace and me connecting with people and me getting out into the world and talking about it is what lights me up around that. So it can essentially be the same thing that just needs a different container. So we don't want to just like burn everything down all the time because that's definitely a personality trait that a lot of us can have as well. Like, oh, I'm getting bored or, oh no, why did I get into this? This is the wrong thing. No, it might just need to look a little bit different than it does right now. Like I know even for you, Lauren, like checking in and making sure your work style still feels okay and the workload or who you're working with or what you're doing, like these are all really important factors because things can change. So in an ebb, it's just asking you to number one, give yourself grace and let yourself be there because it has so many answers. Just like the Deb has so many whole clothes. <laughs> like you, you're gonna get an answer. It's like a plethora mm-hmm. of answers in the ebb. So really just being like, okay, there's stuff here for me. I just need to ask the right questions and have grace. And sometimes an ebb is meant to last a lot longer because it's meant to just like keep clearing away everything. Like, oh, I don't feel motivated again. Okay. Well, maybe it's deeper than that. Maybe I need to create some new relationships. Maybe there's some unhealed trauma that like actually has to be looked at that I've been avoiding for so long, but I'm not going to be able to get out of this ebb until I look at it. Like there's a lot of things that an ebb offers you. Essentially an ebb, I'm just comparing it to like a winter, you know, when, yeah, when you're mm-hmm. just in a winter season. And I, I know even when you were sick, and that's such a good point, because some people, you know, you were sick for a long period of time, but not a long period of time where some people are truly like, you know, have an illness or disease or things like that, where it's like, I so 
feel for the people who have been having health issues or who have something like that, because it is a very long season where you don't feel like yourself. And that can be a a big period of darkness for people in their lives. And I know, especially for achievers, let alone anyone who wants to be out and living, that can be a time where it's really, really challenging. We just have to say, okay, when in your life are you going to maybe just like be able to take this time and this grace to just let it be okay. And if any, if I've learned anything from those periods of life, which again, I haven't gone through super long ones, but when, when we were sick that whole month of January last year, it was, it was actually over a month. I remember just saying like, everything will get done. Everything will work out. And you just have to have faith that this is like being timed perfectly for you and that there's something bigger here for you. And even if you can't freaking see it, you actually have to hold on to some belief, even if it feels made up, that there's something here for you. Have you ever had that? Yeah. And what it is bringing up is kind of like, you can't push yourself in the gym so hard without resting and recovering. You can't just go, 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 go. And kind of like the meditation point too, of like the stillness is so hard and so uncomfortable. Maybe not for some people, but Mm. for some people where you're like, I got to be busy, go, go, go all the time. And then people are like, but meditation is so good. It unlocks a lot of things. And like, it's actually really productive, even though you're just sitting there, laying there doing nothing at all. It unlocks and moves a lot of things out. It's kind of like an ebb. So you need those pauses and moments of stillness to come back to yourself rather than pumping heavy weight or running constantly nonstop and doing it again every single day. So I think about it and that can cause injury too. So I think about it in that way where if I do push myself too hard, it's going to force me to slow down some way. And hopefully it's not in the way of an injury. It's in the way of you choosing to slow down and you actually recognizing that your body needs some recovery because you feel like you just got hit by a semi truck when you woke up the next morning in bed and then you go and do it again, or you potentially injure yourself or get sick, or you actually acknowledge how you feel and like take an off day Mm -hmm. and discover like what magic unfolds in that off day for you too. That is so good. You just reminded me of a time in my life where I pushed so hard that I got to a place where for an entire year, I was like, I'm so unmotivated and nothing is interesting to me. Like nothing. I was so burnt out. At that point, I had probably done so much self-development that for like seven years straight, I read so many books I was reading, this may not sound like a lot to people or it might sound like a ton to others, but I was reading like two to four books, personal development books a month. I was going to all these different seminars. I was listening to podcasts in between that. I was, it was like so nonstop with like all the things I was learning. And then with all of the events that I was doing and traveling to and speaking and all the things that I was launching that I hit a wall so hard that for a solid year, I couldn't listen to a podcast. I couldn't read a book. I didn't want to go to an event. I didn't want to talk about, I didn't want to hear anything about positive things. I literally remember like hitting this wall so hard. It was after a bliss project that I had just put on. And on the way home, I literally was like, I need some fucking like hardcore. I don't even know, like death metal or rap. Like I wanted the opposite so bad. I wanted just something that felt opposite of like hustling and 
personal development and doing good. And I'd never experienced that in my life. And I don't mean like doing good. I didn't want to go be a bad person. I just wanted to numb out. And that was the first time I realized that there is such a thing as too much of a good thing. And I was like, I have no contrast of trying to be better. Like I have no, I'm not even letting an ebb come. So in the resistance of an ebb, I got hit so hard with an ebb because I didn't let the natural ones come. I didn't want to sit in the discomfort of like not launching something or not doing something or not personally developing myself. And I will tell you, it was like, I've never experienced something like, it's like looking at something that you love in your life and being so turned off by it just overnight. And we don't want to get to that place, right? That's called burnout. And what happens is you will want to leave your life. You, I wanted to run from my life. I wanted to live on an island with nobody. And I wanted to listen to, I don't know, hardcore <laughs> rap. Which is totally not you. I mean, in some ways, like What's maybe for a day or two. Not all but the time. Definitely yes. not something I always <laughs> tune into. No. Yes. So that is like, when you get to that extreme, it's like you're turning into this like person that you're not at all and you're checked out and you're like, wait, why do I hate this thing that I loved? It's not necessarily that. It's that you totally burnt yourself out and like, you're hating it for the reason of being so into it and not giving yourself any break that you're starting to resent it because you're not even tuned into who you are, or what you feel anymore. So mm. know that you should not be grinding 24 seven because you love something so much because you're going to lose track of all of the other things that are coming in and like the nuggets that are coming along the way that could help give you realizations or open doors for some great idea to come in for your business or your personal life that you're just shutting out because your head is down in your laptop and you're grinding from 5am to midnight. Oh my gosh. Well, I absolutely love these conversations with you. You guys, I hope that you got your own nugget. Would you dip your nuggets in sweet and sour or honey? Which one were you? Ketchup. (gasps) Well, I don't know how I feel about that. I mean, I thought I loved you, but I'm not sure. If we can do ketchup, just kidding. I can, I can absolutely do ketchup, but honey or honey mustard is just kind of the jam. Anyway, I'm going to let that be okay. I'm going to let that pass, but you do eggs and ketchup, don't you? Of course. Yes. <laughs> Everything in ketchup. I'm actually out right now. And I was like, do I actually go to the store just for ketchup right now? I was looking on Amazon. Yes. I'm like, when if you love it that much, yes, you do. And now I know it's, <laughs> I need to get you a ketchup monthly membership, ketchup of, of the month. So Great. Thanks. That would save me some trips. Christmas gift. Christmas bonus time. It's going to be easy. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I always love these conversations with you, you guys. I hope that you have some brain cells left and that we actually helped you throughout this conversation (laughs) and you got to see yourself in the conversation. And until next time, we will see you next week. Bye, everyone. Bye. Want to know a huge secret to my success? Okay, not only my success, but just about every single person that I have interviewed on this podcast who is successful has this in common. You guys, they love to journal. They capture their life lessons and what they're grateful for. But a lot of people don't keep this up consistently. And most people do know that the research shows that journaling deepens your gratitude and increases self-awareness. 
But did you also know that journaling decreases stress and helps you achieve your goals faster? In fact, journaling is a huge differentiator between average performers at work and high performing people. It leads to longer term clarity, confidence, and success. So why don't more people journal? Why didn't I journal consistently? Honestly, they don't like staring at a blank page. It's hard to carry a book around with you or a notepad, and they just don't even know what to write about, or they just forget. That's why I know that you're going to love Growth Day. It's the world's number one system for self-improvement, and it's like all-in-one personal development in an app. And it has an awesome digital journal, and people love it. Growth Day's digital journal has hundreds of research-backed writing prompts for self-reflection, positive mindset, confidence building, and success. I use them all the time, and it makes me think in ways that I typically don't, and it makes me ask myself better questions, which we all know gets better results in our life. It even has prompts that help you develop a daily, weekly, or monthly habit of reflecting on your life and identifying areas to grow. So it's a perfect time of year to start journaling, you guys. When you sign up at Growth Day, you also get systems for habit tracking, goal setting, and scoring and improving every area of your life. Best of all, I get to teach there too, you guys. I'm so excited. I hope that I get to see you. I teach live in Growth Day every single month with a new topic just for you. So join me there. Start your free trial at growthdate.com slash Lori. Hey, thanks for listening to the podcast. And I want to make sure that you have my phone number and I'm not kidding. Did you know that I have a community text number for real? My phone number is 310-496-8363. This goes directly to my phone. All you have to do is text the word daily to 310-496-8363. And I literally text you every single day, Monday through Friday. I actually just got done 30 seconds ago texting a bunch of people back. And I talk to you all of the time. You guys, people always ask me how I got my community text number and how it works. Well, all you have to do is you can just go to community.com and get your own. Community makes it easy to get a phone number that you can use to build your audience using text. People just text you at your number and they're added to your group. Then you can text them out audios, video links, anything you want. You guys, I text out happy birthday videos. I love to send podcast links, thoughts about life, book recommendations, uh, different events that I'm doing in the local area. Texting gets me out of the noise of social media and directly into your hand. And now you can start texting your people too. Just go to community.com to get your phone number. They give you a 10 digit real phone number, not those weird short codes that look like spam, but it's more than a phone number. Your new number comes with an inbox for SMS and texting. This means you can actually manage your text list from your computer and an app on your phone. You can schedule texts to send at certain times and to certain groups. You can even set up auto replies or let your assistant or customer service team answer your text messages via community's awesome dashboard. Just go to community.com and ask for a free demo. They'll show you how it works and get you your number. It's time to start texting your audience versus just posting on social media. Everyone uses community for that. So go check them out at community.com. I can tell you it's not just great for communicating with my audience, but Chris and I use community and our texts to also 
sell out our launches. I'm telling you, you get such an incredible response because you really are creating a true deep sense of community and it's so intimate. It's freaking amazing. Go check it out at community.com. Hey, do you know what the big secret is this year? And it shouldn't be a secret because this should be your biggest focus. It is building your community. I am always working on building and nurturing my community and everyone is talking about the power of community. Without an online community, you just cannot grow organically or create a real movement, which is what I know that we're all after. And you can build trust or monetize your audience. When you get community right, not only does your audience grow faster, but so do your sales. But where's everybody gonna be managing their communities these days? And a lot of online entrepreneurs and thought leaders are turning to Circle.so. Circle is an all-in-one community platform. It lets you host content and create discussions, live streams, group chats, and memberships all under your own brand. And what's so cool about Circle.so is that you don't even need a website or Facebook group. Instead, Circle lets you build your own community site where you can host content and manage your members. You can even create locked and unlocked content spaces, groups, and classes. How freaking cool is that? You can put your content behind a paywall too, and you can charge different amounts of money for different spaces on your community site. Circle.so is famously easy to use, and it has a free 14-day trial for you, so you can go check it out, see if you like it, see if you love all the options. Just go to circle.so. Go check it out right now, you guys. Imagine being able to manage your community, start group chats and live classes, and accept payments all in one place. Kind of mind-blowing since this is usually spread all over the place. You have to log into so many different things. If this is the year to capture, organize, and monetize your community, head over to circle.so. You can get a free trial and start building your online community right now. Just go to circle.so. You guys, you get the 14-day free trial. So just go and see if it's for you. It's going to streamline everything and make your life so much easier. It's so freaking cool.